Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your life coach, your guide on the side. And today, have we got a great show for you. Hey, have you ever uh, just been standing in line and, um, you know, you overhear a conversation in front of you? This happened to me on my cruise, and I'm not going to talk about what I was talking about. But we're sitting there having a conversation. It was a person on the cruise came up, asked me very specific questions about this one very specific sensitive thing. But it was just us talking. And all of a sudden, um, we're talking. I'm just giving my view on something. The lady in front of us turns around and is like, this is all she says. She says, this is fascinating. I don't know this lady. I do not know this lady. This is fascinating. Do you mind if I listen in? Uh, sensitive material. Very in a private sensitive. Conversation. Very private. Very. It's something that in traditional settings you wouldn't talk about because people fight about this. There's it's, there's kind of a political bent. There's a there's a lot of energy behind it. Ah. And she turns around. Fascinating. Do you mind if I listen in? Well, you know, at least she asked. That's, she did. That's one good point. Well, but the irony, she's already been listening in. Well, you're talking in a public place, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we were in line for the buffet. <laughs> so we were talking. She was already listening. She then turned around, scared me, startled me. Oh. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like she pulled out her accordion. <laughs> It's like, you know, it's like your Mike Pond and you just pull out your accordion and just start banging on the accordion. It's startling. Good and bad, you know. More bad, but yeah. <laughs> and then she asks permission to keep listening. So then I'm thinking, I guess. I mean, do you say no now? No. Sorry. You're not. No. Turn around and pretend like you're not listening. That is a weird. Not weird. Experience. Yeah. Is that, a, is that an etiquette issue? I would think so, yeah. Seems like she crossed the etiquette line. Yeah. I almost like imagine when you're in big groups like that, it's like every smaller group has a little bubble around them. Yeah. And you just kind of keep to that. You just stay in your bubble. Yeah. And not to say that you can't listen or you shouldn't watch because right. that inevitably happens. You're going to do that. And we all like it's people like a watching. Train wreck. Let's you want to see. But. Yeah. yeah, but you keep that to yourself. The yeah. fact that you're watching, you keep to yourself. See, she injected herself in. Then it's like, it's more like, can I play? It's like the little kid that comes over and sees you playing. <laughs> yeah. and like, can I play? Can I play? In this conversation. So maybe you ought not invite yourself into a conversation, but you probably could just pretend like you were in it. You just pierce your bubble a little bit, open their bubble, <laughs> and eavesdrop through their bubble. Yeah, there you go. Hmm. That is an interesting That happens a lot yeah. to me. That's weird. That is weird. It's because I think I have that face that everyone thinks, oh, poor guy. Poor guy. He's got the poor guy. No, or it's because like, you're I can trust this a guy. doctor and they just well, can sense that from your aura. Maybe. They well, I you. was wearing a name tag that said doctor. Oh, see, <laughs> Actually, I said, told you. Actually, call me doctor. Ah. Or it's a t-shirt I have. Call me <laughs> doctor because I'm a PhD. She jumped right in. Huh. It's kind of like Mike. You know, like Mike's not even supposed to be on this show. And he just like showed up one day. Isn't that I weird? Yeah. I mean, he's been really helpful, but. Yeah. I don't even know who he is, but he keeps <laughs> showing up and he shows up and he shows up and he shows up. And then it, I guess there's a point that you just got to let him in. Yeah. And here I am. Yeah. Oh, hi, Mike. Hey there. Where have you been, pal? <laughs> yeah, I'm in the producer's booth. 
Yeah, well, you noticed that we put you in there? <laughs> yeah, put you in the glass box yeah. that's separated <laughs> from like us. We like you in your own space. Yeah. Okay, here's well, an Well, I'm glad to be here, guys. <laughs> yeah. Stay positive. Where's the donuts? Oh, really? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> They're back in yesterday. That's oh. good. Let's see if we can make up some food arrangement today. Yeah. We'll work it in. Okay, so you said that you you have people come up and talk to you randomly, yeah. interject in your conversations. Uh-huh. Okay. That's weird. Mine, people touch my hair. And I feel like that is an intrusion of my space. Do they really? Yes. Do they just walk up and touch your hair? I have had that happen, yes. That's like, really like, awkward. Uh, I've been sitting in movie theaters and people will like like touch it and what? I turn around. I'm like, what are you doing? Well, that's creepy. That is yeah, really it is. Creepy. I, to their, I guess, to give them the benefit of it, I have somewhat interesting hair. Yeah. It's curly. But you don't. But you don't touch it. I mean, James has thought, he said to me three times when you leave, like, hey, I got to touch her hair. <laughs> and I'm like, James, relax, dude. When she's not looking, I'll let you know. <laughs> Do people really touch your hair? Yes, I have had that happen on multiple occasions. That's creepy, really. That's It is creepy. a little creepy. And usually they'll just laugh and say, wow, it just looks so pretty or whatever. I'm like, you still touch that's like, my hair. Well, that's like touching a, a pregnant woman's belly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's so interesting. You just want to touch it. <laughs> and then she's like, dude, I'm not even pregnant. Ooh. <laughs> Get your hand off my belly. That's something we should ask our guest. <laughs> yeah, let's ask. Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to... You yeah. don't want to ask. Um, touching hair, I've never heard of. Yeah, that's it's a weird one. But do they I say something weird like you have to have hair? Your hair is so nice. Do they say something like? Not usually that creepy, but usually they'll comment on it, like, "Oh, it's so soft." Or like, like I'm, let's just I'm let's like, just say know. you've had it done three times. Um, male or female? Who's touching your hair? Um, mostly female. Have any men just said, "I, I got to so. touch your hair." Not no. Usually okay. they won't, but okay. usually it's girls, so it's, it's and they're just—it's more like they're interested mm-hmm. in the texture of my hair. That's interesting. And the color, like I get that asked that a lot too. Like, do you color your hair? Do you do your hair? Like, yeah. That's the object of interest of me. But every once in a while, people just can't contain their interest, that's and they crazy. have to go that's ahead and invade the bubble. James, does anyone ever try to touch your hair? Yeah, but then it goes <laughs> like miss. Yeah, yeah, newly polished today. It's funny because guys, even if we thought, "Hey, that I want to touch the hair," we wouldn't do that. No. Do they ask for permission? Every once in a while, yeah, I'll have somebody like, and usually it's, this is like when it's a stranger. Yeah, they'll just say like, "Hey, can I touch your hair?" And what do you say to that? Uh, sure. If they look like a moderately clean person, it's not like you say, "Did you no, wash no. your hands?" <laughs> <laughs> have you Have you washed your hands? Yeah. Really, what do you say? That's it. Okay, are we writing all these it's, down? Yeah, it's usually like the kind of like painful grimace plus awkward smile yeah. with a little giggle. Like, hey, sure. Yeah. You know what yeah. you could say? Ten bucks. I should. Ten bucks. I would have made money. That would uh, be cool. Actually, just say like five bucks, ten bucks if you want to run your hand through it. Uh, like maybe you maybe r- 15 for that. That's yeah. a little, yeah. But you got to wash up and then just carry some of that gel <laughs> just around. Just a little yeah, hand, hand sanitizer. sanitizer. Yeah. Like uh, chocolate scented. So. On, on the show today, we have um, Janine Otley joining us, who is an etiquette expert. Yes, So she we're is. writing these questions down. Are we writing these down? I got it. You got it, Miguel? Yeah. yeah. And if people have questions, they can always call in. If you have like that etiquette question, yeah. what do you do when like, you, do you do? call do you do? this person? Yeah. What do you do when what you... What do you do when your mother-in-law <laughs> is critiquing how you parent? Yeah. Well, how do you tell her to... To shush, shush her shush mouth, her kid call. Yeah. 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 So if you have questions, you can always call in. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. Is that it? Yes, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. That is the number to call if you have an etiquette question. Anytime 
Give us a call, and if if Janine's no longer here to answer it, of course, I'll give you my answer on etiquette. Also, if you need a uh, if you need um, an announcer, uh, a master of ceremony for any young child's pageant, any toddler slash tiara type of event, uh, anything like that, our own Michael Pond is um, is opening up a business where he's going to start being an announcer only in the pageant world. He only wants to do announcing in the pageant world. Again, um, if you want to get to him, you just have to go look up the website, toddlersandtiaraswhisperer.org.net forward slash MC. I appreciate the support. You know, what's going to happen is that we're going to go to make that website. Yeah. And, like, the domain name's going to already be taken. <laughs> no, they take, I'm just, like, waiting for that to happen. They, they've already taken it because it's a highly sought-after profession. Oh, definitely. I mean, a lot of guys like Mike would want to go for the money. Uh, would want to go, I don't know, for, like, the intrigue, the exciting job, maybe kind of a government job, maybe law enforcement, whatever. But not Miguel Pond. No. Mikey's going for pageant world. He wants to be the number one rated pageant MC west of the Mississippi. He also mentioned, though, that he wanted to change the world one pageant at a time. It's a passion for By the way, him. And you know what? And the way he said it with the tear, yeah. powerful. It was magical. It was really Because it's neat to see a guy that has passion. Yeah. Yeah, especially for emceeing at such it's kind of like a niche market. It's totally a niche market. Yeah. I mean, how many pageants can there be? Yeah, Mike, there's about a hundred thousand. See, powerful. And there's a lot of room for upward mobility. Somebody has to do it, and so I. You see the void. I, I'm you just, see somebody needs to fill the void. Right, right, and so that's what I'm going to do. So go to my website again, toddlers and tiaras, whisper. Dot com, dot org yeah, forward I, slash. I take donations. If yeah. you if you know of an event, <laughs> send it my way. I'll be there. Um, but I know you're so humble, Mike, that you don't normally want to talk about stuff like this. No, I but, really, really, really do let, not want to talk about this. <laughs> but let me just let me just tell the people. Um, James can attest to this because he was here when this happened. When he was talking about when he knew he was called to the pageant world. And um, it was he was watching the show Honey Boo Boo, and he said to himself, "I need a platform like Honey Boo Boo's because I can change the world one pageant at a time, one Honey Boo Boo at a time." All right, moving on to etiquette. No, but I, I just want to add here really quickly that in that same discussion, he mentioned three of your top idols, you know, the people you hold dear. Mm. And it was previously just George Washington and Oprah, but yeah. that day, yeah. Honey Boo Boo became the third. Which he affectionately calls then, HBB. Yeah. Yeah, it's cute. I wonder, yeah. I wonder what etiquette is at while you MC. Well, like, by what, the way, what is there's MC a etiquette? ton of pageant etiquette. Yeah, yeah it's, exactly. It's so interesting. Yeah. Well, like, do you remember the first time we met Mike? He came in and he was, uh, he was, you know how they always make jokes about how girls in the pageants, they're always taped up, duct taped up, duct taped up. They duct tape themselves up. They just, I, I don't wow. know what that They means. tighten their bodies yeah. and they tape themselves up with duct tape. And that's how they look so taut and firm. 
he was telling us that. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Vaseline on the teeth. Another one. Mike, <laughs> what, what other tips are there? Like, what else do they do? Well, you know, it's, I've never actually been to a pageant before. But I'm aspiring. Not yet. Hopefully, hopefully one day I'll get there. Well, I think you're but, going Saturday. Well, it's not a pageant. That's, that's different. It's not oh, a, that's you, right. Yeah. That's, a, that's a cheerleading competition. Okay, that's right. <laughs> totally different worlds, you know. That, and that's just a stepping stone well, yeah. to get to the pageant Because they're different, so, right. Right. Um, but you just you have to look good while you're there, mm-hmm. you know. Nice suit, tux, kind of plaid, kind of kind of the suit jacket that Matt usually wears, and yeah. you're, you're set. You wear a tux, yeah, tuxedo or like a tuxedo t-shirt, so mm. you're like <laughs> classy, classy but still there to yeah. like MC. Yeah, so you're, party. it's kind of a it's well, a let's it's get a ready relaxed, to rumble. Yeah. yeah, it's a relaxed classy because it's a t-shirt. But seriously, have you ever seen that on the show, Toddlers and Tiaras, the MCs at the actual place? They're ridiculous. Oh, I've never watched the show. Yeah, me yeah. neither. I haven't seen I, it. Apparently. I, I watched it after you no. brought it up yesterday. That's really good. Um, <laughs> that's really good, really. Uh, here's one. Here's, a, here's an etiquette thing that I learned on my cruise, and I thought of you, Mike. Um, you have to wear clothes that fit. Okay? You got to wear clothes that fit you. Are they too big or too small on me? What no, yours look great. I'm just saying you'll have to remember that because when you're an MC, you got to look good. A lot of people don't wear clothes that fit. They, no, they your clothes should cover your body. True. Yeah, we would hope. And that's part of I. I call it almost like, it's like being a productive citizen of the world. Yes, like being it's a like non-intrusive own, yeah. citizen of the world. You happen to live here with mm-hmm. the rest of everybody, so. So don't just, that's what etiquette really is, is those things that you need to adhere to so that we can all live somewhat pleasantly. And it's kind of like, don't encroach, right? You're like, you're saying you have a footprint as a human being. Your footprint should not, um, muffin top out of (laughs) your clothing into other people's space. Or your interest in a conversation shouldn't overflow into somebody else's conversation. Into their space. Yeah. Or your politics do not have to be introduced in every party. No, because that would be encroaching. Or religion. Or here's here's one that I always get fired up about, movies. What? Yeah. If I'm in a theater, your conversations or texting or spilling your popcorn uh, or coming in late. Or sitting, or sharing. Early. I had a group share seats. <laughs> they, oh. They had five what? sitting in four seats. Oh, gosh. Um, wow. So they were kind of, they were starting to burst. That's cheating. Into my yeah, seating totally area. Cheating. Yeah. Yeah. Or you shouldn't have chips and crunch your ice if you're sitting next to me in a movie theater. I feel like most <laughs> of the activities when people aren't following etiquette are, they're, they're not aware of their surroundings. They're not aware of the people around them. On the way here, yeah. I'm driving and I'm at a stoplight and the guy next to me is picking his nose, you know. Ooh. Of course, he thinks he's in his own personal bubble. Well, he is yeah. in his own bubble. I mean, he is. That's gross. I didn't want to see that. No, okay. no thank you. I didn't think of that because visually you were offended. Right. And it's the same thing. Sounds, mm-hmm. visually. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Man, we need to be considerate. one chat byu If you have an etiquette question, today's the day. Today is the day we are unleashing the Kraken. The etiquette Kraken. Maybe she won't. She probably doesn't want to be called that. <laughs> That seems negative. Just yeah. like I don't want to be known for pageant emceeing. Well, if you don't want to be known for it, stop it. Okay, d- done. Stopped. Take the posters down. 
Yeah, you probably shouldn't have opened up a website if you yeah. didn't want to get into it. Lose the ringtone that says that it is one, the Miss one USA thing at a time. Music. I can't do it all at once. Little by little, right? I'm just giving you ideas. Yeah, if you if you don't want to get into it, then stop asking us if, if we're ready to rumble. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's just stop but, it. But are you guys ready to rumble? No. <laughs> yes, we are. We have a great show. <sighs> Merit. What? What is the show? What is the show? We are talking about etiquette. Etiquette that you can use every day so that you can not be intrusive to other people and hopefully they'll respond the same to you. Minimize the footprint. Exactly. I like that metaphor. Me too. It's like cat it's like scouts. It's like you want to take no trace. your no size trace. fourteen have good etiquette. hiking boot and turn it into a size six stiletto. Wow. That's the goal of the show right there. <laughs> take your size fourteen hiking boot. <laughs> Make it a size six stiletto. Yes. Deadly. Etiquette footprint. Anyway, good advice. Thanks, Merritt. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, Michael Pond, um, announcer extraordinaire, MC of Future Pageantry. He's going to be joining us. I think he's got some exciting news for us. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Today, again, etiquette. Give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. If you have an etiquette question, we've got the pro coming on in just a few more segments. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to BYU Radio. Welcome back, friends. This is the Matt Townsend Show. I am your guide on the side, your life coach, Dr. Matt. Carrying the doctor title right now. I'm also sporting a head cold. Can you hear it? I can hear it. Does it sound sultry? No. Okay. It sounds sickly. Oh. Well, I appreciate your honesty, even if it's not good etiquette. Uh, Joining us now is Miguel Pond, also known as Michael Pond, a.k.a. The uh, pageant's number one MC and host extraordinaire, Michael Pond. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thank you. What was that? Thank you for. Oh, what? your your yeah. throat seemed. You know, uh, I'm sick. Also, are you? You know, this is the season, right? To be sick. There's a lot of etiquette issues around being sick, right? Like, don't come to work if you're sick. Well, don't come to work and don't come to work and be locked in a tiny little room with four other people. Don't breathe all over the microphone. We're, yeah, we're all offenders right now. Uh, minus James, he says. So you've been researching etiquette. Yes, I have. But as a new member of our team, you're kind of, you've kind of been asked to do a really hard role because you, you're supposed to take, in a weird way, not that anyone can take anyone's place, you're supposed to take the place of Bryce Lamar Tobin. Bryce used to do the rant. And, uh, you know, by the way, award-winning he was an award-winning journalist on our show. He won an award. Those are your shoes to fill. So we asked you to put together an intro to your segment, which you've done. Well, let's listen to it. Oh, let's get ready to rumble. Here we are, most definitely 100% live at the BYU Broadcasting Center. I'm Mike Pond with the scoop. Okay. That's it. That's just a placeholder, you know. Well, okay. 
By the way, I can do better. But did you notice what came out? You could choose anything to do your intro, and you chose announcer. You went into the announcer. You told me to do that. (sighs) You're blaming me for your. You're my boss, and uh, you said almost 100% definitely live. I think it was most definitely 100% live. But yes, something like that. What does that mean? We're live on the air right now in Provo, Utah. Most definitely. Yeah. Like 100% live. The, in no uncertain terms, we are broadcasting okay. with about a like 20-second delay live. Yeah, I like it. I, I like the intro. You probably can't use the phrase, let's get ready to rumble. That's trademarked. Oh, is it? So just as a, as a student who made a student error, you didn't mean to use that phrase because it can't be used. No trademark infringement. Yeah. That was just an accident. So you'll never do that again. No, never. Uh, So you're going to need to get your own trademark. Can I say, let's get ready to bumble? Grumble. Grumble. Let's Let's get get ready to grumble. I don't know. But I don't know that we want to grumble. You're here to do news, really. You're going to give us some news about etiquette. Because in the news right now, there's a lot of etiquette issues. Yeah, there is major etiquette issues. Let's hear them. Well, first of all, Justin Bieber. As, as you may have heard, all over the news, yeah. um, he's been arrested for a DUI, yeah. drag racing, and uh, being in possession of prescription drugs. Bad combo. Yeah. I mean, that's just endangering others. Endangering if you're going to drag race, you can't be under the influence no. of cough medicine. Haven't you seen the Fast and Furious movies? Yes, I have. Yeah. All, all five, six of them, or how many no, there? No, I haven't. And the Beebs, the Beebs, he's my pal. He likes me to call him the Beebs. The Beebs had this is a cry for help, but he's breaking all the rules. The dude, the, the dude, remember, he went to the bathroom in a bucket, someone's bucket somewhere. I don't know if you heard about that. He spit off a balcony onto his fans. He got in a fight with a guard, uh, somebody, I don't know. But he, he punched an 11 year old kid in the face at one of his concerts. Well, how old was he when he did that? He was like, because if he's 11, two 11 year olds can go out. No, it was at 11, I think he was 17 or 18. Okay, see, so this is a call for help. Is it an etiquette problem? I don't know. It's just a bigger call for help. Well, I just wanted to give appreci- a shout out to, to the Beebs. I appreciate that. We, we you know, acknowledge your etiquette problems and we want to help you. Yeah. By the way, uh, Sherman, the, the receiver or the cornerback for the Seahawks, he had a little bit of an etiquette problem. Oh, yeah. Just for a bit. He got in Michael Tra- C- Crabtree's face. Yeah. And I mean, that's just not okay. Name calling. Learn that in kindergarten. Don't call names. No name calling. Not even, what, what about, I mean, title calling? Is that okay? Like, beauty pageant announcer? No, not if that's true. No. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, yeah. next on my list is Kesha, a hip-hop artist. Oh, okay. Uh, was... She's in rehab right now. Yeah. And she's been banned from receiving the teeth of her fans to make art. So her fans, let's we got to write that down because I didn't know sending your teeth was an etiquette issue. I think that's a major etiquette issue. I don't want your teeth. Just wow. an etiquette is something that changes over time, right? Texting in front of people while you're right. with someone at dinner right. or something. That's rude. Taking a phone call. That was not a problem no. 15 years ago no one because was we texting. we didn't have cell phones. Mm-mm. So, I mean, in this day and age, sending teeth apparently is a thing. Hmm. New, it's a fad. Well, wow. Well, what do you do when you don't have your teeth? Uh, I don't I know. Guess you just wait. S- sing along to the Kesha song. Uh, to me, it? you know what? I'll just I'll just make the call on that one. I'll make the call. We don't even need to ask Janine. Yeah, keep your teeth. 
Don't be sending your teeth. I just say don't send any body parts. Period. Your fingernails? No. Hair? Keep it. Skin cells? Yours. I think that's great etiquette. And I think Kesha needs to see this is easy. Maybe we don't even need Janine because I could call pretty much every one of these. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Give me more. Give me more. All right. How about this? Um, So. In, oh, in, my heavens, we're out of time. Give me one more. Okay, okay. Uh, the uh, nuclear missile pilots cheating on their test. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> cheating is cheating an etiquette issue. I, I think so. It, it seems more of like a moral issue. Well, I think it, etiquette blends over into everything that we do. No, I think if they were wearing white past whenever you're not supposed to wear Labor Day. Okay. You don't, you're not supposed to wear white past Labor Day. That, if the Navy guys were wearing their whites... That's etiquette. That's just a no-no. If they've lied on the test and they're now in charge of our nuclear arsenal, that's just crazy. That's, that's a moral that's – that's another issue. I'm going to write that down. Done. Decided. Any others? Yeah, there's a few. I mean what, what do you think about civil wars? Let's not do them. Yeah. Civil bad, wars. Bad banned. etiquette, right? I mean, in Syria, in Ukraine, there's a revolution. What See, about those revolution? Are wars. So now we're getting to moral issues again. Yeah. See, it's back to war. It's back to life or death. Etiquette is probably more like, hey, don't send me your teeth. Hey, don't listen in on my conversation. But I'm glad we're delineating. Okay, okay. So before I, I came, I was at a hockey class. And the instructor, I've never played hockey before. He says, okay, let's play a game. And then he just... He runs up and he checks me and knocks me on, on my butt. That's not that's not okay. That's not nice. He knows I can't play. He's been playing for years. I think it was great. Not an etiquette problem. Okay. He's just teaching. He's teaching. He's teaching. Take it like a man. Take it like do, the good. Do my best. Take it like the pageant MC you want to be. Take the hit. We're going to take a break. We're coming right back with a true etiquette expert. Janine Notley is going to be joining us. We're going to ask her a million questions and try to figure it all out. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Give us a call if you've got a question. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. What etiquette issues do you have in your life? Give us a call. 1-855-CHAT-BYU. We'll be right back right here on BYU Radio. everybody to the Matt Townsend show. I'm your host Dr. Matt Townsend, your relationship coach, your guide on the side. Today though, we're not talking relationships, we're talking life. Life skills. Now here's the deal. When I was a young punk, my mother sent me to a private school, court ordered to go to this private school. Not court, but just she just thought it'd be good. And there they taught me etiquette. They taught me I should stand for a woman. And by the way, a man, if he's my senior, my leader, my principal, they would have us uh, use different phrases to correct somebody. So instead of saying, hey, you dummy, you missed this thing, we'd have to say, am I correct in thinking this? Mr. Jeffs, am I correct in thinking this? And he would say, yes, you are correct. Thank you, Matthew. And then he would fix it. So I learned etiquette, open doors, hold the door for the ladies, then so I was I liked that I liked it because it was you know it was it meant that I was special because I was going to treat people and respect people. Then um, one day I'm holding a door open for a lovely human being, just a lady, just holding the door. 
and she stops and she says, I can open my own door. Okay. And so I hit her right in the head with the door and slammed it right on her neck. And I said, fine, open it yourself. That's not true. But so then I got all confused. So am I supposed to open the door for the ladies? I know you can open the doors, ladies. I know that. But I, I thought I was supposed to do that because I had learned that growing up. So we decided to bring, the, bring in the pro. Bring in the expert. Janine Otley's joining us today. She is a blogger extraordinaire, the queen, the guru of all etiquette I'm making that up. Uh, go to her website, thepinkteapot.net, thepinkteapot.net, and you will have the ultimate guide to etiquette. She's there. She's just got every answer. So we brought her on. Janine, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you having me. So did you hear that? A lady stopped me and said, I can open my own door. Well, sure she can. Well, duh. We can all open our own doors. I would have opened it for anybody. Yeah. And that's the point is that we're thinking about people other than ourselves instead of opening that door and walking through it first yourself. And that's really the society that we live in is, and it's about me or all about me. You know, remember when like that was everywhere, like the bumper stickers, all about, it's all about me. Well, that's how people think. That's right. And even to the point where, you know, it's about me having my own power and my own, you know, and as a woman I have, I can do everything you can do. Well, yeah, you, you're you empowered as a woman, yeah. but I don't think it takes away from my power mm. to let my husband or someone else who's kind enough to think about me to open the door for me. I think that's so that lovely. Neat? I think it's lovely. What about this? Because this happens to me a lot, and I don't – maybe I'm sending the wrong message because I will open a door and then – like let's say there's a big crowd of people and then 20, 30, 40, 50 people start going through mm-hmm. and I really don't want to hold the door anymore. Right. So I'm kind of like jerking it around like, uh, 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 <laughs> like I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut it on you. <laughs> but they just keep coming and so then I'm stuck. Yeah. See – so being all nice with all your etiquette, you can also get stuck if other people yeah. don't have etiquette. Yep. You can get walked on. And I think that's the whole point is that I think that etiquette and manners and manners is uh, etiquette's just a, a more formal, you know, way of, of looking at manners. Yeah. Etiquette is there is a certain etiquette to different things we do, a certain etiquette in doing business with different uh, nationalities of people, yeah. things like that. So it's more it's formal. It's 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 cultural. It's, it is cultural. And everyday manners is much more relaxed. And my whole thing is that manners should make other people feel comfortable around us. That's good. Not it's not an exclusive thing, it's inclusive. Right. So I think that um but there is a fine line between being kind and respecting other people and being walked on. Yeah. But if I had to choose between being rude and not opening the door for somebody and waiting maybe an extra turn on the elevator because no one understands elevator etiquette, yeah, yeah. then I'll wait the extra turn. See, th- see that's what's funny because all the rule – there's no set rule. So it's not like you're vi- you're violating an expectation, mm-hmm. right? That's when we violate you know, manners is when somebody expected something different like you're on the elevator. There's 14 people on. Everyone's got their luggage. And it stops at a floor, and the lady, there's no way she's getting on. Right. 
But she, for some reason, can't see that. Right. Or we all need to get off, and the people are sitting there so crowded right in front of the door mm-hmm. that there's no way we're getting off. Yeah. And But it's common courtesy, but I think that etiquette and manners was an art form, is an art form. It's something that people thought was generational, that, yeah. that it's passe now. And I think people are realizing that the lack of manners and etiquette that we are teaching our children, that we haven't taught our children, is now, we're watching that play out now oh, yeah. in this oh, generation yeah. of, of, you know, where people are more concerned about themselves yeah. than everybody else. It yeah. doesn't mean you cannot be concerned about mm. yourself. We don't we don't teach it, do we? It's not like that my sister, and I don't want to make her feel bad, but my sister Jacqueline was the only one in the family that my nana, who was very mannered, well-mannered, mm-hmm. and very into that. She was like the white glove society lady. Mm-hmm. But she felt she felt compelled to send my sister away to, to manor school. Mm-hmm. Finishing school, something. Yeah, finishing school. Mm -hmm. She wasn't quite finished, (laughs) and so (laughs) she needed to bake. It was the greatest thing because we'd all sit there, and she'd come back and have to like walk with books on her head Mm -hmm. and show good posture, and we just sit there and say, "Ha ha, you're broken." Yeah, no. But the the, the funny thing, we used to teach it. We used to even have specific lessons to learn it, and now I don't think we know. No. In fact, I, I'm asked a lot to do uh, etiquette dinners yeah. for youth groups. Yeah. And it's so fun to do it. And I love getting the questions afterward. I'm always surprised at the lack of understanding and knowledge yeah. that our young people have. They don't know. And when my kids answer the home phone, I cannot tell you countless times people will say, I cannot believe how well-mannered your children are answering the phone. Well, yes. they can't answer the phone and say, hello, hold on. Right. It does not. That doesn't fly no. with me. Never has. So they practiced with their grandma when they were really little, and when they could answer the phone properly, then they were then able you to allow them mm-hmm. to answer the phone. I did. It's a privilege to that's answer the great. phone in our home. So See, that's great. But I don't think that it, it's a. It should be a lost art form, and I think that it's. We're seeing it in the beginning of ma- magazines, yeah. you know, where people are asking etiquette questions or manners, everyday yeah. manners questions, and I think that we just need to help people understand it's. It's more accessible. It's this is not an exclusive club. No. You do not need to make a certain amount of money or have a certain size diamond on your finger or right. drive a certain size car, right. or, you know, kind of car. It's about making others feel comfortable in your presence. That's my whole thing. Well, I love that definition because – and I'm not sure as Americans in general, we should carry that banner. Because – well, I, mean, I think we should carry the banner. I don't think we do. Right. Because we're like the most notorious – like breakers of manners and every and we can we were I went on this cruise and someone you know you walk into some other's con- someone's country and you start stepping on them like mm-hmm. I know these are your traditions and your rites and your rituals and but this is what I want to do. This is what I'm doing. Right. Yeehaw! Right. And again, it yeah. goes back to the where Make I'm thinking about me first and I'm not thinking about the other people. So if we can just get out of that mentality and think, what can I do to help this other person feel more comfortable? Whether that's engaging in a conversation, opening the door for them, you know, whatever that is, it's about being thoughtful. Yeah. And that doesn't come naturally to everybody, but that's okay. Yeah. A lot of these things can be taught. And I'm grateful for my grandmother and my mother because they're the the ones who and my father they they taught me from an early age to but they took us to nice restaurants so that I could practice my manners I did have to walk with books on my head did you mm-hmm. well when you walked in I thought wow she looks like she's walking po- with that's books on great her head. posture 
<laughs> I mean, seriously. The rest of us are kind of slouches around here. They almost sent me to finishing school, not because I wasn't finished, yeah. but um, in Switzerland, I think, is where my mom wanted to send me. And Really? Yeah. It, and I actually, and I did go to a manor school in LA, and I appreciated the things that I learned, but it kind of astounds me that these are things that people didn't grow up with. Yeah, like you don't know not to do that. Right. And yeah. I'm not, and I, I don't put people down for that and it's not their fault. It's just interesting to me that what seems like common sense to me, yeah. it doesn't even occur to other people. Yeah. Standing for someone, helping somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're sitting there and they don't have a chair, right. give them a chair. Exactly. Give them your seat. Right. And I think that women can sometimes have an issue with this. Because they feel like, well, I can stand just like a man mm-hmm. can. And, yeah. you know, and I think that there's a lot of that going on. And so you'll see men not even not stand. Yeah. And I think that's in large part due to the fact that they don't want well, to yeah. offend Fear, women. Right. right. I don't want to make anyone mad. So I'm just going to sit in exactly. my seat. Exactly. Right? And so, but the, that's more comfortable for the guy. Right. And really, it's not about, this has nothing to do with, you know, women not being equal or being lesser than. In fact, if anything, I think that we should be revered and, and applauded as the female species. Yeah. And that's one of the ways I think men can show their respect and and their reverence yeah. for women. It's confusing, isn't it? It's a confusing time because we can respect. It's really we want to respect humans, mm-hmm. and it doesn't mean that we still can't have special things that we do for our wives, opening the doors right. or people. I mean, it's it's a weird time, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, ball caps. We don't take them off. There was a time when a man would never wear his hat into a building or right. a place. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. ever. Yeah. And um, we barely can get everyone to get their hat off for like the national anthem. Right. Right. And I, or stand for it, you yeah. know, or put their hand over their heart. I agree. And my son, we were actually chatting with him about, he's 16, just such a peach. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's the age gosh. right there. That is the age. No, he's really great. But um, yeah, we were talking to him the other day. In fact, I brought my mom in on the conversation about hats indoors and yeah. and just about it being a matter of respect, whether it's a beanie or a ball cap. Or, Isn't that interesting? And he's like, well, why don't the girls have to take off their hats? Oh, see. And okay, so, let's do that. Girls, hats off. Well, I, come on, come on, come on. Well, really, like, you know, in a church setting, you see those Easter Sunday hats or whatever. Yeah. Women don't have to. It's, um, if anything else, again, it's that whole thing. We're just, we're just a little bit better. No. <laughs> Did, did you hear that, James? Did you That's hear why I it? whispered it. I mean, I, I thought I heard it, but I'm not sure she said it. Uh, it's, it's a complicated thing. So let's take a break. We've got Janine Otley here, um, the mother of the pinkteapot.net. It's a blog, the Pink Teapot. It's a guide to etiquette. If you have a question for her, uh, give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. And uh, also be going to her blog spot. Um, I mean, her blog spot. Go to her blog at pinkteapot.net. Um, tons of great stuff there. Articles, fun, cute. It's cute. I'm going to use the word cute. <laughs> great stuff. And we'll be back with Janine answering your questions right here on the Matt Townsend Show on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, today we're talking about etiquette. You know, how do you, in this crazy world we live in, show respect to everyone else around you? How do you stay out of their conversations? 
We have so many new things. All this technology that's uh, starting to emerge, cell phones, it's creating new rules, text messaging, all of this stuff is getting in the way. Plus, there's just the famous old, you know, standby, how we cough, how we sneeze, what we're supposed to say. Okay, I've got one for you. Joining us, by the way, Janine Otley, who is the founder and author at the at the blog, thepinkteapot.net, and just a wonderful site with tons of information that you ought to go look at. Plus, again, we're taking calls. So if you have a specific etiquette question for Janine, give us a call, one eight five five chat byu one eight five five chat byu Here's the question, Janine. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Let's say you're talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And in your talking, you were, let's say you were very excited in the conversation, and you accidentally spit <laughs> a little spit bubble. <laughs> and let's say the spit bubble lands between you and the person you're talking to, but on the table. Okay. You acknowledge it and wipe it off. Do you like, whoa? Oh, excuse me, and wipe it off. That got away from me. Absolutely. That's yeah. how you do it. Why not? You just address it. You don't. Ab- you address it. Because there's that awkward moment where everyone knows it's there. <laughs> like the lettuce in your teeth. Like the lettuce you in your feel, teeth. That's but you exactly can't get right. out, right? You, see, you know that. <laughs> yep. But um, so you kind of just think, just acknowledge it. Absolutely. Okay, I got it. Let's complicate it. Okay. Let's say it landed on them. Oh, which is, and you apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. So sorry. I just offered them a Kleenex. Spit on you. Mm-hmm. May I clean you off? May I give you a Kleenex? May I so give you? you yes. Don't touch them. Yeah. Leave, yeah. Way. Let's let's respect personal boundaries. But yeah, give them a Kleenex and and say I'm so sorry or a tissue. I should say. Okay. Let's complicate it even more. <laughs> what if they spit on you accidentally? Mm-hmm. How do you get them to move? You like, like do you like do you just keep keep like moving your arm towards them like yeah yeah no you the, I mean so that they don't do it again or so they wipe it off well just can can you just get that no you, you just no you that's just, something you good, just take it right take if it like wanna, a bullet right. it's like a bullet exactly if you want to make people feel comfortable that is the opposite of that see that's it's about you that's uh, the whole point is that it yeah. is about you but Ugh. it's about you putting others ahead of yourself yeah. you know not in a way that is self-deprecating right. but that allows other people to feel comfortable well but I mean it's it is about me but I mean they're the ones that did it <laughs> so it's, it just seemed like they I mean again if they had good etiquette they would they'd say let me get that right but I think the the faux pas that we the faux pas is that we expect other people to behave how we would behave yeah and we're always going to be disappointed if we expect that so true so we almost have to just Model healthy, effective etiquette, regardless of what everyone else is doing. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's just being mature. I think so. Do you think? Yeah. I mean, whether or not other people say thank you or please, or my daughter is a good example of this. She, I feel like, I'm, I'm very proud of her. She'll walk away from situations where people be, are being talked about. She tries not to, I, I don't know, you know, I'm not there with her all day, yeah. but she's 14. That's a hard age. Yeah. But she walks away from the gossip and tries not to participate in it. I love that about Hannah. Yeah. And she, and, and I think, and she doesn't chastise other people yeah. for gossiping. Yeah. But if someone directly says, well, what do you think about this? She'll be like, I don't want to talk about them. Oh, They're not here. I love that. And I'm just like, oh, can I be like you when I grow up? I've seen families <laughs> where everyone in the family talks about each other. And it's even to the point that mm. it leads to divorce. Yeah, no. Because you're not even safe in your own extended family. Right. Yeah. We don't, in in our family, you know, what's between my son and, and my husband and I is between yeah. the three of us and with my daughters. You know, I've got three girls. See, I, that's great etiquette. And right so you there. don't, it, but that's about making feel, people feel comfortable and safe. Hannah 
is a blessing. She's a wonderful girl. Yes, I can thank already you. tell. Yes. By the way, uh, James used to date a girl named Hannah. Oh, not my Hannah. Nope, different. <laughs> uh, he always likes me to bring that up. Um, here's okay. another one. Okay, here's another one. Um, lines. So did you hear my one? I'm I talking did. in line. And yeah. I don't think I was talking loud because it was a very personal thing we were talking no, about. No, she was just listening. She extra was listening. Carefully. Yeah. yeah. And she kind of, she wanted to be a part of the game. Mm-hmm. So she says, hey, this is really interesting. Do you mind if I listen in? Yeah, no. Okay. So we don't do that. sometimes we can't over, help but overhear what people are yeah. saying. If there's, I am definitely, I don't know, guilty or whatever you want to call it of if there's a simple question that I can hear someone say out loud to someone, you know, who they're speaking to in front yeah. of me. And I know I know the answer like, oh, well, wait, where's the, where's the large popcorn up yeah. there? And, and so if they're, I notice they're struggling. I'll jump in and say, oh, I couldn't help but overhear you. It's right there. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. If it's a personal conversation, I will intentionally move back. Make more space. Yeah. And start speaking to whoever's next to me. Or yeah. if there's no one next to me, I will think of something else in my head. Yeah. That is none of our business. Stay out of that. Yeah, absolutely. And asking if you can join in on a personal conversation, <laughs> what is someone supposed to say to that? So yeah. no, no, mm, don't even uh, ask. Nope. Stay away from personal. that. Yep. And then, And then... That's just awkward. It is. How do you get, oh, okay, I'll just turn around then, listen. Right. I'm, it's already too late. Yeah. You've kind of opened your mouth and, and there's no going back from that. But you could always say, as a rebuttal to that, yeah. you could always say something like, oh, well, you know, this person and I were having a, a really intimate conversation, but if you have a question or if you're curious about this topic, I'd love to speak yeah. to you later. Yeah. And then just tell that's them how much That's a good way to charge. handle it. Yeah. There you go. And, and here's my hourly yeah, rate. Yeah. <laughs> and then that usually shuts them right up. It's kind of nice, but it's uh, they just hand them your card. Yeah. Um, okay. What about? Uh, I don't know if I want to go there. Um, there's a lot of weird things about phones, cell mm-hmm. phones, mm-hmm. our new technology, our new devices. Yeah, we're never looking up. We're yeah. always looking down. We're gonna. Yeah. Right. So, what are just some of your top rules on technology? Okay. How, do, how do you keep it so it's not a problem? So my number one rule is love the one you're with. Love the one you're with. That's right. a great one. So I, I despise it. And I have really cute, close friends who do this, and it drives me nuts. But it's also not my place to try yeah. to change them. You're I just try to be a good here example. To correct everyone. No. And so, and I don't even call myself an etiquette expert. I'm just an etiquette blogger. Well, and, and you wanted to be called an etiquette guru. I, no. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> See? That's good etiquette. Not the Kraken. Not yeah, the not expert. The oh, no, yeah. I just need to apologize. I want to formally apologize for calling you the Kraken <laughs> and saying we were going to release the Kraken. You're not You're a Kraken. You're going to unleash it. I, I don't feel like I look one like no, one. No, you but don't look like a maybe Kraken Maybe I command like a Kraken. I don't know. You are, you have the power <laughs> and the energy of a Kraken. <laughs> Which you control beautifully. In a positive way. Yeah, in, effort, in an effort to make everyone feel comfortable. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take that. Thanks. So pause. anyway, but uh, love the one you're with. So I have friends who who will be on the phone constantly. I'll be driving. We're yeah. going to lunch. We're going shopping. They will be on the phone and calling people back, you know, just doing their business in my in my <laughs> passenger seat. And I'm thinking, hello, we are here together to spend time together. Put your phone away. Put yeah. it on vibrate. And then I actually have one friend, Jill, who is really good about, I never see her phone, ever. Really? In fact, I'm probably more of an offender, but it's usually after my kids get out of school that I need it Does she out. have Google glasses? Does she have she glasses? Doesn't. Nope. Nope. Okay. She doesn't even hide it with the Google Check glasses. Nope. Is it her watch? No. Check her watch. No. She keeps it in her purse, and I love that. So That's shout cool. out to Jill if That's she's listening. That's really cool. And I, and I really appreciate it when people really just put away their phones, and, mm-hmm. and you have an eye-to-eye conversation. Yeah. 
we see too many kids who are texting things that they wouldn't say out loud to each other. Yeah. They're texting right next to each other. And oh. so I try to teach my kids too. To there's put their rules. Away. There's etiquette. When we go to grandma's, put it away. Well, if you're in a conversation with someone, if you're in a social setting, put your phone away. And I constantly am reminding my kids to do yeah. that. And they have to turn in their stuff at night. And Did you, Yeah, that's a great rule. You know. By the way, uh, there is a way I've learned. If somebody's talking in the phone and you're driving mm-hmm. and they're talking on the phone next to you, ignoring you, mm-hmm. slam on your brakes and scream. <laughs> I promise. Endangering everyone. Well, in my- sure. <laughs> but here's the deal. The, their phone will fly out of their hands and they will never pick it up. You think so? Mm-hmm. That's that sounds Just say, like a plan. oh man, I am so jittery. Yeah, I, I can't help it. The conversation's driving just me Just say, can you, can you, I just had LASIKs. Can you watch out for traffic? <laughs> And then they'll just, they'll, you watch. Okay, I've got a good one. So okay. when you're listening to people on the phone, which you can't help when you're in the car and then yeah. it's the two of you, start answering their questions or re- responding. I saw a YouTube video where this guy did that. He just felt like public cell phone speaking was so rude. Yeah. So he'd go sit next to them and be on his own phone and be like, oh yeah, well, I love your sister too. Uh-huh. And he would answer whatever this person was saying. It was hilarious. How great is that? Oh my gosh. I was laughing so hard. I, you've got to do something, right? Let's, okay. Help me with this. Cause don't you think you shouldn't have your cell phone? You shouldn't be talking on your cell phone in the restroom. No. Gross. That, First of all, that's gross. just a sanitization it issue. Is. Well, and it's confusing to everyone. It really is. Well, and I have, I, I like, I need it to be a peaceful environment or like I have stage fright. So really? Okay. We, well, <laughs> let's just get real. You, you know, asked let's me to do, get real. Janine, and I appreciate that. So um, no talking on the phone just for the benefit of those who have stage fright. Like, well, I don't want to hear it. Because then, I, so I don't usually answer anyone in the bathroom because I don't know if they're talking to me. Right. So today a guy was in a stall next to me and he said something. And then I'm like, is he talking to me? And he's like, Matt, is that you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And then oh, I yeah. had to answer. Hi. So it's weird. No, no talking in the restroom. It's just let, leave people alone. We're not there to socialize, even and, though girls do go in groups. See, let me just say, that's what if the women could see men in the restroom... That's the way it should be. I agree. That's etiquette. Yeah. Men don't talk. We don't look. We I don't... heard you guys normally, if there's like one person and a whole yeah. bunch of open stalls, yeah. never will the person space. go to the next no. personal you know, urinal space. or whatever. Personal yeah, personal space. space. I agree with that. Always. Women can take a page from that book. It's a great rule. Yes. Men. See, men, you're rocking it. When it comes to uh, when it comes to etiquette, <laughs> men, you can- In the bathroom. In the bathrooms. <laughs> men, you're rocking it. Good job. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We're coming back with Janine Otley. Go to thepinkteapot.net. That's her website. Tons of great stuff about good manners. She's the bomb. And uh, during the break, we're going to talk a little bit about your stage fright. Okay. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. I'm your host, Dr. Matt Townsend, your guide on the side. Today we're talking life skills. What better skills to have than the ability to uh, make people feel more comfortable around you? Also defined as etiquette. 
And our, uh, we're, I guess we're going to say our friend is on the show. Not She's not an etiquette expert, even though she is an etiquette expert. <laughs> she does not want to be called that. She doesn't want to be called sensei or guru. <laughs> she just wants to be called Janine. Yeah. Janine Otley's joining us from the website, thepinkteapot.net. Not a guru, but has a ton of great ideas about etiquette. Thanks for being on. Thanks for having me. We have a caller called that called in. Um, by the way, if any of you have a question about etiquette, this is your chance. You get a world-class, ex- non-expert, but expert <laughs> in the field of um, etiquette and manners. You know, that's kind of the more Americanized word. It is. It's a more informal. Manners. Mm-hmm. She's here. She'll answer any of your questions. All you got to do is give us a call, 1-855-CHAT-BYU, 1-855-CHAT-BYU. If you get on the show, we will send you a book. We have a huge library here at Brigham Young University, and we just sneak in and take one book at a time. And we will send you a book. Uh, anyway, um, we do have someone on the call, on the line. Now, her name is Penny. Penny, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. How are you? Good. Now, here's here's the deal. I know there's something special about you. You have a certain tone in your voice. You sound angelic. You sound almost like Janine. I just can't imagine why. Are you Janine's mother? I am. Let's let's get something clear here. Was Janine, did she have good manners? Oh. She was born with good manners. Well, she did. Did she? Why did you want to send her to finishing school in Switzerland? Oh, so she could really shine and glow. And I mean, but you know, our final decision not to send her was that we really didn't think she needed it. See, she she's perfect. Is, she's just darling. Darling is the word. Uh, I actually use the word kraken, <laughs> which is I'm a cool. Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean. Well, it's just a Pirates of the Caribbean reference. Oh. The Kraken was the monster that tore ships apart. Oh, yes, yes. And uh, again, I just want to apologize to you because she is not a Kraken. She <laughs> is a lovely, wonderful human being, and you obviously are wonderful. Now, Penny, I know you had a question for Janine. Yes, I do. No, by the way, you could have done this yes. at Christmas. Pardon me? Why didn't you just do this at Christmas? <laughs> you could have saved yourself time. No, well, because it just came up yesterday, okay. Okay, and perfect. I was going to call her. But I have the same question because I don't know how to do this. So hit it, Penny. What's the question? Okay. So I, my business that I do is involves a lot of customer service. Mm-hmm. And I represent my city. So I have to be very careful when I call homeowners in the community back to let them know that we have fixed the problem that they called in about. I usually just call, like, I love it when I get their answering machine yeah. and say, Hi, this is Penny, the city of Santa Clarita. just wanted to let you know the irrigation has been repaired. Thanks so much for <laughs> letting us know. Click. Bye. Try and, you know, get yeah. off quick. Then every once in a while you'll get somebody who obviously doesn't have anyone to talk to other than me, and they get on the phone, and it's yesterday when I had this call, 30 minutes. Uh. 30 minutes of listening to him yeah. kvetch about everything and anything. And, you know, finally, I, did, I and I think probably out of that 30 minutes, I may have said 10 things, 10 words. Mm-hmm. And th- I got really quiet, and, I, and he said, are you still there? I said, yes, I am. I said, what, do you, what would you like me to do? <laughs> really, yeah. 
<laughs> you want me to go out there and chop down all the weeds? And do you want me to go out there and water everything? Do you want me to go out there and pick up all? That's the a great pods? question. Yeah. Let, let me let me just let's just have let's just have fun here. I'm going to give you my idea. Good. Okay? And then we're going to turn on the expert, non-expert, <laughs> non-etiquette expert, and non-kraken, <laughs> and we're going to let her answer. Okay. So here's my penny. This is what I would say. Uh-huh. I would say let's just say the guy's name was Lamar. Uh-huh. I don't know why. I just okay. like that name. All right. I'd say okay. I'd say Lamar. Look, dude, we've been at this thirty minutes. Okay, what's it going to take to shut you up right now? <laughs> now that's okay. The city would like me to do. I that? don't know. I don't know. But you know what? It might work. <laughs> I probably okay. would. Now that that's coming. That's coming, Penny, from the non-expert. And now <laughs> oh, we're going to go great. to another expert, but not an expert in in etiquette, Janine. What is it, Janine? What do we say? Okay, so, Mom, what, yes. what I would suggest, or what I would have suggested, had, you know, so if this happens again, you get into a conversation and you need to, you need to wrap it up and you need to go, any breath that that person takes, you just say, you know what, I have so enjoyed speaking with you, but I really need to get back to work and I have an engagement in a little bit. Whatever that is, if that's an email, that's an engagement. If it's a doctor's appointment. If it's a doctor's appointment, you know, maybe... Maybe my, you're about to quit because you don't yeah, like your job Maybe anymore. you need to go to the bathroom. <laughs> whatever it is, you have an engagement, whatever that is. Yeah. And that's so, a great idea. And so I didn't any, even think about that. Any moment, you just, any, any breath that person takes, which he has to breathe in between well, sentences. Well, you're assuming that because... If he's well, on a ventilator, then yeah, he'd be all set. Yeah, yeah, dang it. I mean, you don't know. So all for all non-ventilated, you know, customers, <laughs> I would say that That's great. you just need to say I'm. I've got to go. It's been so lovely talking to you. Make yeah. sure you make sure you let them know that it was okay and it was this conversation was great, but it's got to wrap up. You know what else I like to do is you say <laughs> I appreciate. I really wish I could spend you know another hour talking to you, right. Lamar. Why don't you send, why don't you type that up in an email and send me all your ideas in an email? That yeah. way I have them and then they're on hand and then and and, and then I can never get back to you. Yeah, Matt, good luck. I will shoot myself before I give him my email. <laughs> no. No, and then you what you do is you give him your coworker's email. <laughs> Boom. The buck stops with her. See? She's got her own business. Yeah. She's Penny, like she's yeah. a sole proprietor. You got to you got to be thinking ahead. That's right. It's always thinking ahead. You brightened my day. Good. You absolutely gave me some good tools. And as as always, darling, I love you and thank Pe- you so much. I love you too, Penny. <laughs> and you are darling as well. Thanks, Mom. Love Thanks, you. Thanks, Penny. She's, okay, bye-bye. She's, you bye. bet, bye-bye. She's cute. <laughs> she is cute. Wow. I didn't realize how much our laughs sounded alike until she started really totally. giggling. And did I you did hear too. that? I heard yeah, that I did. Too. I could hear that. Um, that was cute that she called me darling. <laughs> She loves you so she much. Does. And we just met. <laughs> I know. I love her. Um, you know, I think I could be a, an expert. You could. Did you see how I just threw those ideas out? And it was such a great idea. Yeah. 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 Maybe I'm the Kraken. You just need to hang up. I think you might be. I would just hang up. I'm out. the etiquette princess. I'd hang up and, and say, you're the oh, etiquette are you still? Oh, I'm thought, I thought we were done. Yeah. Oh. I heard you take a breath. Oh, what? Well, yeah. So I, I hung up. That's right. Yeah. You took a breath. I thought we were finished. That's huge. You stopped speaking. Hey, you won't believe this. We have another caller online. Okay. You ready for this? That's uh, great. Let's go to Michael on the phones. Michael, welcome to the Matt Townsend Show. Hey, Matt. What's going on? How Love are you, Michael? Show. Thanks. Hey, where are you calling from, Michael? Uh, I'm from Riverside, California. Sweet, California. Another Californian. Apparently, we have some serious <laughs> etiquette problems in California. Well, I'm from there. Yeah. It's good. Well, the question, uh, real quick, Janine, yeah. uh, I was saying, if we can have this show on every day, that's what we, it should be that way. Yes. I mean, Thank you. Every day. You know, etiquette is a big, huge, huge problem. Now. 
Yeah, huge. I totally Peter, agree. My, uh, my question to you. Um, now, would you blame the parents on the, the children, or is it a choice of the individual? So if we're not being, that's a great question. If, if the parents are not taking the opportunity to teach the children, then when they're minors, like my kids are, I would never blame them for having bad manners if I had never taught them what good manners were and that there was a difference and that they had a choice. Once you become an adult, you know, court, my husband was actually saying something the other day about the elasticity of your brain and how when you're a child, that's when you really are able to to learn different things. I'm sure you know tons about this, oh, Matt. Keep going. But, this is great. But so, you know, that elasticity is really there and and you form these really solid opinions about things when you're a child. And when you're an adult, you are able to to open up to new ideas, but it's in a different way. So our best chance is with our kids, but I wouldn't blame the parents for not knowing any better. But when we know better, we do better. And I just think that that's my whole point is to try to make people aware that this is not etiquette sounds like such a snooty thing and really its whole its whole uh origin was uh, I can't remember which king of france etiquette was written on on these boards and put on grass and it it oh, and yeah. it was so that people wouldn't Stay step on the grass. the grass exactly for his party because he didn't want people on the grass so it was kind of a snotty thing and it was also you know like the pinky up in the victorian age and whatever and really that was just so they didn't burn their pinkies and it had nothing to do with upper class so the whole point i think is just trying to make it more accessible to people and if you're an adult and you've never been taught then awesome it's now's the time to learn if you're if you're a parent and you have the opportunity to teach your kids even if you don't know where to start there are kids books on manners and you know please thank you i'm sorry excuse me and pardon me start there yeah. So I don't think it's a hard thing to start, but yeah, it you know it all comes down to the parents. That's a great, it's a great question, and you know just for fun, you can always blame the parents. <laughs> it just doesn't do you any good because the kid still doesn't know, and the right. parents, you know, at some point, whatever. Right. He's thirty. Well, and that's the point is yeah. that we come to a certain we come to a certain age where we realize that we're either really lacking in interpersonal skills and being able to be polite. Yeah. And that's a good time when you notice that yep. to be able to educate yourself. Well, you're going to need this. When you get into corporate America and you're having a dinner with your boss right. or you're trying to get a job or mm-hmm. a new internship, you're going to need to have some skills. You are. Yeah. And it's, we and don't take astounding. classes on it, right? Right. And it's astounding to me the number of people who don't. Yeah. Like, do you know if you're all lined up next to each other and your water, you've got your water and your bread plate? On opposite sides. Which one's your water and which one's the water next to you? And well, which one's the red plate and which one's the bread plate next to you? Mine's the water that I licked. That you drank out of. You always yeah, lick you it. That you drank out of. You done drank out of it. Yeah, done drank. But so it's funny because, again, we had this on the cruise because whose water is whose? Yeah. And, and so, so, it's so it's simple. You just put it, You just put up your fingers with, your, with all your fingers connecting to your thumb and your index finger up. Yeah. And the one that makes a B is your bread. The one that makes a D, which is your right hand is your drink. So your your left hand, your bread plate's always on your left. Your drink's always on your right. Interesting. See, that's why I'm here. Okay, let me show you how I did it. Okay. <laughs> you licked this your is, glass and said No, Mine. you wait. You just wait. Oh. If you wait five minutes, everyone's established their bread plate. Yeah. So yours is the last one left. Yeah. Boom. If, if you get one. Yeah, it's true. If you get one. And maybe someone wants two bread plates to the right of you. And what's with all of the different forks? Oh. And all of the different spoons. And it can seem so, yeah. so daunting, right? Yeah. You work your way from the outside in 
and from the and from up down. If you have things at the top of your plate, I mean, I've been at settings really? where you've had thirteen utensils. Yeah, yeah. You work your way from the outside in and from the top down towards your plate. Outside, always in. working in towards your plate. Okay, that's it. How come? Because yeah, you'll have forks on the right, I guess. Knives on the left, is that right? knife on the knife on the left, blade pointed inward, and then your spoon, and then forks on the oh, sorry, right. I always yeah. mix up my right, and my left. Now, knife on the right with the spoon, and then forks on your left. Yeah, um, yeah. I never knew what to do there. It's long yeah. long forks, short fork. Short fork is salad fork. Long fork is dinner fork. Yeah, that would have been good to know. But it's okay. Yeah. Just work your, your way outside in. That's, That's why I didn't it. use them. I didn't use one fork. There you go. Just use your hands. Just use your hands. Right. Or your, just your mouth. Nobody cares. Whatever. Why do they make it so complicated? <laughs> why don't they just say salad fork and just like etch, Labels. It, etch it on the... Yeah. Just like a monogram except for yeah. what to use it for. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of it is old traditions. And I think that, and people, I think, do try to simplify things, which is great. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be daunting. It doesn't need to be snotty. I also think it's kind of fun to get out all my, you know, goldware. Okay. One more. Here's another one. Okay. Let's say I tried escargot. Okay. I didn't. There is a fork for that. There is. Mm-hmm. There's everything. <laughs> let's say it's in my mouth. Uh-huh. Or let's just say it's a piece of, you know, chewy, fatty meat. Yes. And I'm not going to let it go down my throat mm-hmm. because that's just sick. Mm-hmm. How do I dispose of it? So you bring your napkin up to your mouth, you take it out and put it in your napkin and then fold your napkin back over. Good. Really? Yep. Then you just got a little meaty napkin. Yeah. Hopefully folded into seconds or thirds, you know, so you don't have to see it again. But yeah. You, you don't shake it off under the table? No. Don't spit it out to the person next to you. No. Yeah. No. Just keep just see, keep chewed etiquette. food private. That's etiquette. Close your mouth when you're chewing all that. Yeah. We need to close our mouths. <laughs> yes. This. Where were you for my cruise? <laughs> I wanted to go. I really did. Did you? I did. Yeah, we talked about it. Why did? Okay, well, we're doing another one, I'm sure. I okay, here's do one. It. Elbows on the table. Really? Now, let's be oh, real. Oh, this but is great. Let's be real because I want to get close to people. Yes. So I put my elbows on the table to kind of, when there's no food there. Right. To get closer to people. Yes. Is that okay? Nothing wrong with elbows on the table. Yeah. The rule for elbows on the table is if you are using your elbows as a way to get food into your mouth. Leverage. So if you're using right. it as a lever. Exactly. Yeah. That's a no-no. Okay. If you if you have your elbows on the table to converse, which I totally that's get. Totally I'm the fine. same way. Absolutely. Even if yeah. there is food on the table. Right. As long as you don't have a utensil in your hand with the intent of it's shoveling okay. food into your mouth faster, yeah. it's fine. Okay. Feet on the table. Because I also... <laughs> I also, my feet were so swollen because we were walking all over the place. So feet on the table, I'm thinking that's wrong. I'm thinking that's wrong too, yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to say I've never done that, but you know, from just, just a a common sense standpoint, I would wait to get to your room and put your feet up. Um, (laughs) I can't do that one. What about, these are all just my personal questions. That's great. They really are. Um, This is maybe just more a style thing. Socks with sandals. Oh, it is a totally a style thing, thing, but I say no. Oh, you don't think that's hot? No. Yeah. No, and I came to Utah and like 18 years ago, and I don't know what the fad was about, but socks with sandals like were totally happening. Oh, yeah. No, if you're going to wear Birkenstocks or whatever, yeah. bare feet, please. But it's cold. See, that's the problem. Then don't wear sandals. Well, then you're, but you're wearing shorts. So? So I guess you wear just wingtips? Tennis tips. shoes? Oh, tennis shoes. Okay. Tall boots. Yeah. Loafers. Hip, hip waders. Whatever you need to do okay. to cover. Do, no sandals with socks, please. Man. The dark socks, the light socks, it all looks bad. See, now I kind of feel like the Kraken's coming out. Okay. Maybe it does. <laughs> I think my kraken. kids would probably agree with you that the Kraken may be there. 
Maybe it's, my I husband. Mean, I'm not sure. But it's a good crack. <laughs> All right. Well, Janine, that was easy. No one died. I'm so glad. And we got callers. Yay. I, two. Do you know what that means? And that was neat. That was your mom and your brother. Uh, so <laughs> that was I don't not know if my brother. brother. No, he, no relation. That's cool. Never heard Michael before. But we are grateful that you were here. We're also grateful that one by one we're, we're taking, we're, we're helping California. One by one. Yes. One, one etiquette person, challenge One Californian at a time. At a time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we and, will. And we helped with those that are still thinking you should sport sandals with socks. Yeah, I, yeah. so we went on the fashion edge, too, yeah. and I love it. See, I like it, too, because it makes me feel hip. It makes me feel more, <laughs> I, I know I know what to do with my escargot. <laughs> Janine, you're the best. This is fun. Um, we're going to have to have you back. All you got to do, though, to find Janine is look up Guru, <laughs> and, and it'll say, don't, don't ask, do don't, don't call think Janine that's that. Janine. <laughs> Her name is Janine Otley. Go to her website, thepinkteapot.net, thepinkteapot.net. Awesome website. Tons of, I mean, just seriously, tons of resources there to help you. And again, she'll come and she'll speak to your organization. She'll teach your people finger up, if pinky up, pinky down. Pinky down. Stay off the grass. She'll teach you everything. <laughs> this is the Matt Townsend Show. Janine, thanks. Thanks, Matt. You're awesome. And uh, we'll be right back with more fun, more excitement right here on the Matt Townsend Show, more etiquette. And again, Mark Waite is going to pipe in and let us know what he thinks about etiquette. That ought to be fun. This is the Matt Townsend Show. You're listening to BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to the Matt Townsend Show today, Etiquette 101. We're teaching you the ins, the outs, the ups, the downs, the do's, the don'ts of etiquette. And who better to do that than really our team, our incredible team of etiquette, experienced, well-mannered people. Merit. Me. I'm the team. You're, I am the you're team. You're the only one experience. here that we would say has enough going for to say she actually has proper etiquette. Proper etiquette. The rest you know, of us messed up. Proper etiquette is something that's always been important to me. I'm I'm the kind of person that's like for example, today I was writing a cover letter and I realized that I did not know the address for this mm. cover letter person. I'm I mean, I'm emailing it on the job application. Or internship application. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, getting a but, job. And yeah, so I was like, what do you do? What is the proper etiquette? What did you find out? Uh, Google's my friend. So far, not much. So this is the, but, you're looking for the address to send it to? Um, well, or on, how to address on the person. a business letter, you're I'll supposed you. to put their address. Oh, okay. Okay. And, yeah. I did have to look up. I didn't know who the hiring manager was. So did you say, did you just write their name? No, because it didn't provide a name. Let me help you what you say. Again. I am a doctor. You are a doctor. You say to the most benevolent test, the most benevolent test. The, the, the benevolent to the most test. to the most benevolentest <laughs> person ever. Ever. <laughs> this is going great. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm already. Intrigued. You know what I wrote? What I did wrote, you write? Uh, dear sir or madam, but that I might change good. it to dear internship committee. We'll find out. That's great. I know. Uh, you could always throw in, to whom it may concern. That one just sounds like, if this happens to yeah. bother you, then. No, I'm like, I want this internship, so I'm going to yeah. 
Yeah, get down. Just put to the person that will give me the internship. To the person who will give me the internship. Only to them, though. See, honestly, don't take my advice on this because... (laughs) Do you have bad etiquette? Is that something you struggle with? No. No. Good. Well, sometimes. Sometimes. But only to people that you know, right? Just the people that I love the most are the ones I show the least... I, I would say that's probably true for anyone. Yeah. Etiquette, like like Janine said, it's a formal thing. Yeah. I, mean, I feel safe enough, so yeah, I'm sorry. My feet are going to be on the table. you're comfortable with people, then yeah, exactly. Get off my back. I know. I send weird texts to my friends. I wouldn't do that no. to you. Yeah. No. Um, there you go. Do you have any other tips for us? We've well, learned a lot. I, have, I was looking on the interwebs, and I found an article on Huffington Post talking about bad etiquette. and. The problem with bad etiquette is that the people who have the worst etiquette usually don't seem to know that they do. Yeah, they don't. And so that's where the problem comes in. Because if you are aware that you have bad etiquette, you probably won't have you bad etiquette it. anymore because right. you correct it. So right. anyway, I have seven signs you may have bad etiquette. Here we go. So if you're out there wondering, am I rude? Boy, is that why people yeah. kind of avoid? Yeah. Why like, is it no one calls? Yeah. yeah. Then pay attention. What are they? Have. Um, number one, people duck out of the way when you see you coming. Now, that sounds pretty dramatic, <laughs> but if you just people see people who say maybe like, oh, I have to go, or yeah. maybe only have a very short conversation yeah. with you. So say you're in one of those circles that people seem to form when they're talking to each other, and yeah. you, you approach the circle. And they scatter. And then after about 10 minutes, there are only like two people left. Yes. Might okay, be. that's a sign. Good. Yes. Um, number two, you can count your friends on one hand. Oh, wow. That's pretty rough. Yeah. Nobody wants it. No, that. that's sad. Um, You frequently dine alone. That doesn't even mean going to restaurants. That could just mean in the break room at lunch. Are you sitting by yourself? Yeah. Do other people come and sit by you? Or you're eating in your car. That would be a bummer. Alone. Yeah. I do that. Sometimes dining alone is kind yeah. of nice. That's why I have no yeah. etiquette because <laughs> I'm driving. Uh, you can't get beyond the first date. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately... People, first impressions are a huge thing. And so if you don't have really great etiquette, yeah. that's a warning sign for most people. By the people. way, and he's not here, so we can talk about him. Mike Pond's got that problem. I know. It's kind of sad. Dates a ton. All he first dates. date a ton. Yeah. So it's probably an etiquette problem. We'll get to it. You know, I know a guy who actually had that problem. but he, Really? Yeah. He actually really didn't have great etiquette. He wasn't very polite. So. Yeah. Um, Too bad one, Mike's not here because he could have said here's so. Here's another one. You drive with one hand on the horn and one on the wheel. Yeah, that's you bad could even etiquette. take that as like a metaphor for other things. Uh-huh. If you're always feeling you're, on yeah. defensive, yeah. that's not a good thing. Sometimes you just have to roll with yeah. punches. These are good. Yeah. These are great. Um, another last one is that you rarely ever crack a smile. Mm. That's Mike. You need to smile more often. It's a polite habit. I have a cold today, so it's hard to smile. Yep. Yeah. It's hard to smile, but you're doing it anyway. I smile anyway. Good etiquette practice. Thank you. Good stuff, Merritt. You did it again. We, uh, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, uh, Mark Waite's going to join us. We, we call him the philosopher. He's, he always has kind of a, a completely different take on life, on things. And he always blows us away. Mark Waite will be up next. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.
Oop, there's the lasers. Somebody just got shot with a laser. Welcome back to the Matt Townsend Show. We are joined by His Excellency, soon to be doctor, just Mark Waite. Eminence. You can just call his me your eminence, eminence. His Excellency, Sir Mark Waite. Or just, or just your grace. Your, <laughs> let's just go with Mark. Uh, the, um, the head uh, announcer for Through the Garage Door. No, no, no. That's I know, no, no. no. I know there's another guy. I'm just guy. glad you remembered it was through the garage door. Well, because she wrote it down. There's a – they <laughs> she had to write it down because I'd You're say, obviously a fan. I'm a total fan. Every night. I can't afford Sirius XM. We're online. What? Can you afford the interwebs? Uh, yeah, I have. It. It's really good. Too. There's some other guy on the show with you in Through the Garage Door. Don Shalene. Don Shalene. Shalaxter. Shaline. He's our boss. He's that. That really is a good show. I have listened to that show. Really? I just can't remember the name of it because yeah. I would never have called it through the garage door. Yeah, I wouldn't have either. You know, but I would have called boss. it two bums out in the garage. <laughs> kind Listening of to the rocks and rolls. Hey, etiquette. You when look, here's the deal, Mark. For reals, when I think etiquette, I think Mark Wade. <laughs> yeah, I totally well, do. I'm all about. Um, social convention <laughs> and social mores. Yes. Yes, I have read Emily Post yeah. front to back. Yeah. And if, don't ever read it backward because it's like back masking lyrics. Like it, yeah, it wouldn't make sense. No, it's, it's like it's got bad things on it backward. <laughs> but uh, no, wow. I've always struggled with this because in social circles, there are rules yeah. of proper behavior. The thing is that many of them really have a good, solid foundation for existing. And some of them are like, uh, you're, you're going, why? Why do I have to lift my pinky yeah. when I, when I pinky lift up. the teacup? Who yeah. made that up? And what if you can't? You know, what if you broke your pinky? You're I get, out. I get, Ostracized. Yeah. Or heaven forbid, uh, you know, uh, it's been lost in an accident yeah. or something. What if you're no tea for you. That's right. No tea for you, mister. <laughs> Where did your pinky go? And so as a kid, I mean, that's when you're trying to beat it into people's heads is when they're, they're young, these social mores and conventions. And uh, I've always hated the, the notion of formality for its own sake. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why is it okay for me to wear shorts and a T-shirt here? Yeah. But if I wear it to this other thing. Can't do it. People will freak out. That's horrible. I wanted to wear shorts on my cruise, but they're like, you can't wear shorts in the dining room. Yeah. I'm like, what? We're on a cruise. <laughs> Have you seen what people are wearing in the dining room? Oh, yes, but we must wear our tux. It's a formal night. They have their formal nights. It's like, oh, brother. Some people love to dress up. They like to play dress up. They're playing dress up. That's it. Ken and Barbie. Uh And hey, if that's what you love, fine. But why are you imposing that on me when I don't want to play dress up? See, that's what it is, though. I love you're delineating the, the point that some things matter socially. Like, don't cough on me. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good rule. Um, don't kill me. Don't kill me. Don't run at me with a long knife. Exactly. Don't look at me with, improperly. With right, exactly. But then there's other things that are like, eh, not so important. Okay, here's a question. Let's say let's say uh, they had, I don't know, what's it called? No Shave November. It was a big hit around here. And some people were sporting facial hair. One whose name I won't mention. But it sounds like 
bike it blonde. Sa- it sounds like the thing I'm speaking into right uh-huh. now. It sounds like Mike, the Mike, and a big body of water, a pond. <laughs> Mike Or a small body of water. Mike, by the way, those that don't know what Mike looks like, he, and I'm, this is just very, very objective, he's a ruggedly good-looking guy. He's a good-looking guy. He cuts a dashing figure. A dashing figure, very seriously Superman-esque. And then after the holidays, he wanders in with a caterpillar on his yeah. upper lip, and we're all yeah. going, "What? Why?" Yeah. Well, why? and it looked—it actually looked less like manly hair and more kind of like something that you'd expect grandma to get if <laughs> she wasn't grooming. Okay, so here's the point. Here's the question. And then he's like, "What? So you guys didn't see my facial hair?" He really does look like Clark Kent, like Superman. And he goes, "You didn't see my facial hair." And then you said, "What?" You said, "Well, I did." But, I just didn't want to tell you how bad it looked. Yeah. See, that was you being – that's etiquette. I'm, I'm so polite. You see, but that was you being nice. See, I don't, I don't filter that way. I'm just rude. Filters are difficult. Yeah. You know, where but you were being nice, and I just, I just compared him to a grandma with facial hair. <laughs> well, he ultimately you know, he spilled some milk on it, and the cat licked it off. So <laughs> problem solved. We were all just waiting for that to happen. But then, boom. <laughs> that was good. How do you tell people, and do you need to? Yeah. And, you know, okay, hey, if I've got um, food in my teeth mm-hmm. – Hopefully, I can take care of it myself. Hopefully, yeah. I'm a big boy. Or if I've got spaghetti sauce on my chin, mm-hmm. um, would it kill you to mention it? Is it really that embarrassing? Because yeah, you're not doing me a favor no. at well, this point. And if I know I've you'll find out. If I've got a giant – if I've accidentally – if I sneezed and dipped my whole chin yeah. in spaghetti sauce at lunch ch- and I'm wandering around yeah. with a spaghetti sauce beard, like a goatee, yeah, a goatee all day, and you don't mention it. You're not doing me a favor. You didn't have you're my just, back. It, you're just being uh, awkward, and mm-hmm. you're just saving yourself the embarrassment. That's what Janine said earlier is we're here to make each other feel more comfortable. So if you find out an hour later you've been walking around with the old SpaghettiO goatee, you're going to not like me. Yeah. But yeah. I kind of have a rule that if, you know, if your lettuce in your teeth, if it doesn't impact me, I don't want to say that because I don't – it's weird. It's awkward. Yeah. But it honestly is really a great act of kindness. But it can be done in a way where you're not – I mean because, you know, the, the six-year-old in all of us wants to point and make fun of <laughs> Yeah, exactly. You know, but it doesn't have to be done that way. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that's what we're trying to that's avoid is, is to be perceived as someone going, ha, <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to make fun. Well, we do with certain people. <laughs> well, like my, <laughs> some people can handle yeah. it and some people can't. But that's kind of, I guess that's it. So part of etiquette is uh, I don't want to diminish you. But I want to give you feedback. But it's interesting. We're afraid. I'm afraid to give you real feedback, real time. So would you be afraid to mention it to me if I were, let's say, I came to church uh, or some other kind of formal, semi-formal setting like that with a tie that didn't match my jacket? I wouldn't. Is that say over anything. the line? <laughs> it's interesting because that's style. The, the tie, the tie, to me, is the epitome of. The whole weird, bizarre thing of social convention. Yeah. Because if you go certain places without a tie, people will just have – they just think you've got something yeah, seriously like wrong, wrong with, you. with you. It's this piece of fabric yeah. that I have tied around my neck. Right. It has zero function. Yeah. It doesn't keep me warm. Yep. It doesn't keep me modest. It's just the thing that if you don't have it – You're bad. 
You're out of here. Okay, I, we violated it's, it's just idiotic, and those oh, social is. conventions make me crazy if I think about oh, them too long. See, okay. I hate putting on a tie. It's uncomfortable. It's difficult. The awkward. How do you, you mm-hmm. tie it, and then you try to fold ladies. You don't know what suffering is, okay? You try to fold the, <laughs> the collar, the stiff collar, down over the top of it yeah. so it's not sticking up and back. It's, it's this weird, difficult, inconvenient thing, and it's, a it's rope. doing nothing for me. It's a rope around your neck. I'm just trying not to make other people mad by putting it on. My son, I do have one zip-up. Can I just oh, do you really? One for emergencies? Well, that's great. My one ne- quick zip-up. My four-year-old nephew has one, too. <laughs> They're really easy to get on. <laughs> my, um, so my son was – I have a son that got an Eagle Scout about a year ago. No, your wife got him an Eagle my, Scout. My wife helped him earn the Eagle Scout. And it took every – because we're not the kind of people that let's get every little badge on the shirt. Let's do every – because there's a lot of stuff to that, okay? We're not into all that. We just – we were here really to get the award. <laughs> the honors of men. Yeah. Can he wear a suit to get his award? No, he's got to wear a scout shirt. Well, does he have to wear the full scout? Yeah, and he's got to have all of his garb, all of it put Military together. uniform. Well, so my second son got his eagle six months later. And um, – they said, yeah, he's got to wear – but he, he got different merit badges. So my wife and I are like, hmm, nah. We're just going to let him wear the same sash as the first son, even though there's five merit badges that are different. We know it. He earned it. They're all there. Just a slight misrepresentation. That's your you're treading on dangerous ground here, yeah. Mister. We about got kicked out of the eagle's nest. <laughs> we got in trouble. Is there an is there an Xbox uh, badge now? Merit no, badge? but there should be. <laughs> and there should be earned, a, done, yeah, got. Yeah. <laughs> but it's interesting because they're not having that. No, 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 no. So and I'm you sitting had to, there. You thinking, had to go home and get a different sash. Yeah, we had to go home, take off the dealy deals, the merit badges, and put new ones on. And come back in full contrition. The interesting thing is, I guess that's serving a point. It is. I mean, I guess we're trying to do everything. But, you know, hours later, thousands of dollars later, many campouts later, it became about the sash. Uh-huh. And maybe that's what happens with etiquette. It always becomes about something that's not really the thing. Well, because we want – yeah, I mean, I you know, I sound like I'm like this inf- – yes, I do hate – formality for its own sake, as I said. But even I, if somebody comes in to church without a tie, I'm going, what's what, your deal? What are they doing? I'm as, I yeah. hate the idea of it, but I'm as bad as anybody yeah. because we're all just socially conditioned yeah. to be in lockstep with these weird things that have been passed down from, so through the generations. Can we come up with some new ideas that make more sense? Like, hey, how about not having a tie? Yeah. Let's hey, start with that. That's great. Well, And hey, how about thanks for coming? It's so good to have you at church. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm so glad. Now go home. Here, here's a tie. Yeah. C- c- it's and like a fancy a restaurant. We're going to need yeah. to have you put on the tie. Sorry, sir. You're going to have to It's a zip up. It's easy. And it, it actually makes it interesting because think of how many people just don't come to church because they can't feel comfortable because of all the mores and the norms and the expectations. Because they don't have a fancy shirt mm-hmm. or the tie. tie. Well, you know, etiquette is idiotic. I think we've established that. Yeah. But – it serves not a social when, purpose. To not Twitter. when lives are at stake. There you go. Etiquette. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with lives at stake? How about crosswalk etiquette? Oh, that's huge. You asked me if I had a pet peeve. Yeah, here we go. 
You're Bryce, sitting, Bryce has been gone for a while, so you need to rant yeah, occasionally. You're, right? you're the new ranter for, for the good for old times' sake. This is the this is today's installment of the Bryce is Right. <laughs> That's great. Um, when I was a kid, I was taught as a pedestrian to stop, look, and listen. Yeah. Do you remember stop, yeah. look, and listen? I do, and I remember stop, drop, and roll, and I could never. No, no keep that was them a fire straight. thing. <laughs> Don't do that because in the middle front, of the run, I always drop and start rolling, and everybody's like, "Get up!" And I, as an adult, tried to teach my kids, "Look, here's a very basic principle: cars can kill you, but you can't kill the car. And if it comes to a competition between you and the car, you're always the loser." That's a great rule. And you know, at, at a crosswalk where there's a light, no problem. Yeah. The light tells you when to go and tells the cars to stop. But there's all sorts of crosswalks in the middle of roads here on campus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now this campus is full of presumably bright young yeah. men and women. Yeah. Is that not correct? Or targets? James? Targets. Every day in the news lately, locally, you're reading about pedestrians getting hit by cars or trains, or they're some of them intentional. Apparently, oh, they're yeah. running out onto the freeway or jumping mm. in front of a train. But if you don't want to get hit by a car, follow the rules. Don't assume that you're the center of the universe, and that those two white paint stripes in the road are a magical force field yes. that can stop all cars. I was taught, look. If the car's coming, just stay on the curb. Yeah. Just stay on the sidewalk yeah. for another five, ten seconds. Yeah. They'll go. Then there's a break, and then you get out into the no, road. No, but you have a right. Yeah, you that's have a the right problem. to step into that street. The me generation, we've been taught now. Yeah. The new kids, apparently. I mean, I hate to generalize, but yeah. I'm seeing it constantly on campus. And these are bright kids. Yeah, they will not acknowledge the oncoming vehicle. They won't look to the don't right look, or the look. left. You know, yeah, because. I don't want to look over at you. I'm going to jump out in front of you, an oncoming 4,000-pound, two-ton truck, and you better stop for me yeah. because mommy told me I was precious. That's the number law. Number one. Right. And number two, I'm in between two paint stripes. <laughs> the law's on my side. The law's – you know what? The governmental laws are on your side. The laws of physics are not <laughs> are on your side. You. Yeah. Now, if it's nighttime and you're wearing black clothing – and there are no, there's no illumination. Please don't jump out in front of that's, my truck. That's because I may not be able to see you. You but, can see me. I've got lights. Cars and trucks are easy to see and easy to hear. I can't hear you. I guarantee mm-hmm. I can't hear you. And there's a good chance I can't see you at night. Well, you you used to get eye contact. You know what I mean. You they used to that. look and you look. And the. Uh, 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 some people will still stop and look, and there will be a slight commu- yeah. two seconds communication. Okay, who's going? You go. I go. Okay, yeah. fine. So many people are just not even doing that. that. Is I never thought of that as etiquette, but there's street etiquette, road etiquette, letting people in. Right. Those we can call them laws or mores, but you can't enforce it. I mean, you can't force it. You can enforce it after you broke the law, but. You're still well, I keep hearing of these stories of, oh, this poor person, this poor pedestrian got hit by a car. But you know what? The pedestrian carries the brunt. I don't care what the law says. Yeah. From a logical standpoint, the pedestrian was the one that could have guaranteed, as a pedestrian, I can guarantee that a car will never hit me. Yeah. Unless they jump up onto the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're where they should. On the asphalt, if I get hit. By golly, it was my fault. It's I don't just, care if the law is on my side. That's huge. But see, and again, it's happening so often. But we don't see it that way, do we? We we just see it like it's owed to us. Same thing, I guess. In any etiquette, I can also guarantee that I can live my etiquette with others. I can make sure I'm eating with my mouth closed. I can make <laughs> sure I'm doing all of that. And if you're not, you can violate all day long and still 
that doesn't mean I can't still own mine. Yeah. As a kid, I went over to my cousin's house, about six of them, and was eating spaghetti. And they were smacking. I mean, all of them were just smacking at 90 decibels. And I, I was looking around like, is, oh, is this candid camera? This is just bizarre. My dad hit you guys. <laughs> yeah. That was so weird. Those were the days. So I don't know. You know, there's – we all have our own interpretation of, well, this is essential, that's essential, and some people think that the tie is essential, most people apparently. I think that you should never, ever run out in front of my oncoming car. I, Please don't. Because I don't. Way, and I'll return the favor. I promise I won't run out in front of your car. But if I was going to get hit by a car, I'd want to be hit by your car. Because you know it would be. It's hot looking. Oh, no, I thought I meant the truck. Not the because truck. Because the truck is like, no, you're, I want the green you're one. gone. You're I dead. want your green machine to hit me if I'm going to get hit. Have a Mustang logo in your Wouldn't forehead. Wouldn't that be sweet? Okay, I'm going to give you one more thing. we got to go. But you just give me a, like a two-word answer. That's all you get. Two words. Yes, no. Uh, you could do yes, no. Just I just want your gut on this. So I know this guy. Uh, I won't name his name. But it rhymes with Blight Glond. Um. Of all the things he could choose for a career, he wants to be an announcer in the pageant world. <laughs> like tiaras and and, um, and is this Is this one of those things where you want to talk him down off, off well, the Well, I just want another before. voice of reason. So, you know, if you just think of the career as an announcer of, of, of being the MC nationwide and eventually work your way up to the big pageant. Miss America. Miss America, Miss then Miss Universe. Yeah. The pretty girl and then sing is a song. like a right. melody. Right. And you could wear your mustache if you want. <laughs> just what, what, give me just your gut feeling about that as a career. I think that I want to change the world one pageant at a time. Holy cow. And that I, th- I know that if we all pull together as a society, that good things will happen and that Mike Pond can make a positive difference in the world Man. in this pursuit okay. of following his dream. Those were his exact words. <laughs> he said that exact thing, except he had a tear in his eye. I'm, I'm choking so, mine back. So I guess the key is it's his passion, so I should just stay out of it. No, you need to be a father figure to him. I know. He needs all the help he can totally. get. Good work. Mark Waite, you did it again. Thanks, Matthew. Check out Mark Waite through the garage door with Don Shaline together, the team, in tandem. He's also an announcer on Classical 89. Is that what they call you, an announcer? Oh, host, DJ, whatever. Stud. Classical 89. Check it out. Uh, We're going to take a break, come on back, and uh, we're going to play a game. I think we have a game lined up for you. This is the Matt Townsend Show. We'll be right back on BYU Radio. Welcome back, everybody. There's the music, the wrap-up music for the show. Hey, in this last few minutes, we wanted to take uh, a second, get get a quiz going, and, uh, you know, some more questions about etiquette. And who better to do that than James, the board op? James, you got a... Uh, Got a quiz for us? Yeah, I'm going to evaluate how how your etiquette prowess has improved over the duration of the show. Oh, excellent. With some different situations, in, and we'll, we'll see how you guys do. And I'll be competing right. against um, Michael Pond. 
Mike Pond, here, ready to compete, ready to go. The Tiara Whisperer. Let me in, coach. <laughs> Let's go. Okay, first question. Should you stand if your date leaves the table during a meal? <laughs> Traditionally, yes. Does she have the car keys? Wait, is it a woman? Is my date a woman? Yes. Yes. I mean, if it's animal, I'm not. I'm I would sure. stand. And right. then when she comes back, I would stand again. Also, when you're shaking somebody's hand and you're sitting down and they're standing, it's polite to stand up. What do you think? I would say yes. Do you normally shake your uh, date's hand? No, sometimes. Because Matt, we, I need your help. And we don't have time to do it right now on the show, but we are going to get in-depth into your dating issues. Yes. Which, and I appreciate your willingness to do that because a lot of the producers have not wanted to talk about their dating issues on air, but you have gladly said, let's dissect my dating life it it'll make great radio it uh, it's i just you know it's it's really for a good just, cause it's the don'ts well that's, i want the nation to learn from my mistakes that's why i thought that one question was this last question was very applicable for you because it would help it help you out are we supposed to stand up that seems like a no-brainer yes during a meal you should always stand when your date leaves the table and when your date returns to the table yes. matt you get two points for I that one see that bing bing all right what color of suit is best to wear pink green black yellow Blue. Wait, what's the occasion? Blues. What's this? This is an, all around. All oh, is around. this to MC a pageant? Or is, it be. A tuxedo? is this to a date? There you go. Tuxedo. Tuxedo. The so best suit color would be beige. Dark. Dark. Okay. And Mike, you're saying blue, green, and pink. Uh, yellow, like pink. There we rainbow, go. different colors. Okay. colors. Not matching. Well, I guess that you, might you be appropriate peacock. for you your pageant. Out. Mm, that's weird. Okay, this is what it says. It says, suit colors that are generally most appropriate are a dark navy or a dark gray wool suit. <laughs> navy a... is generally accepted color for a blazer. Yeah. It seems like if if you are having problems with that, you, you have other problems also. Well, someone does. Yeah. Keep going, James. That was easy. I'm two for two. Yeah. This there is you go. fun. Okay, when someone is getting married, how long after the wedding do you have to do you have to send the gift before it's too late? Aren't you supposed to bring it to the wedding or reception? Or? I would say you have a total of one month. M- Mike, what do you say? I'm going to copy Matt. One month? Wow, that's really that's really creative there. Um, here we go. The, it says the general rule is that you have up to one year after the wow. wedding to send a gift. Who However, knew? good manners dictate sending a gift prior to the actual wedding ceremony. Yeah. That yeah. seems like a no-brainer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who even remembers after like a week? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, I would not know. That's weird. Not even the bride and groom remember. No. See, that's etiquette. They have a horde of presents anyway. Hmm. Okay. When leaving a good phone message for someone, what elements should you be sure to include? Your name. Why your, you're, why you're your, calling. Why you're calling. Yeah. Your uh, phone number. Yeah. And then I always like to just attach toddlers and tiaras whisperer.com. Hmm. Dot net. I would say that's a must. Yeah, just so they know where to get. A Mike. good MC for their next pageant or child youth. That's all you know. you'd need, right? A phone number, but you have to go slow so they can get it. So I like to slow yeah. down. Maybe re- repeat re- it twice. Yeah, repeat it. Yeah, repeat it twice. It says this, uh, a good message should include your name, time of your call, reason for your call, your phone number, and a good time to reach you or an action you would like a re- the recipient of the message cool. to take. You know, I also like to use, like just as Mike does, our announcer voice. Hi, this is Mike Pond here, leaving you a message at 4.59 p.m. <laughs> Just like that. It's easy. It's so uh, I wouldn't do it like that. But it's so good. I mean, that was good. That was really good, actually. Well, good. Um, that was the quiz. It, 
and uh, we have a winner. I'm the winner. And yeah. I guess if you just tally it up, uh, the, Actually, host, the yeah. host of the show won his own It's quiz. a tie. It's a tie. We tied. Go get your pink suit on. Um, we're going <laughs> to we're gonna wrap it up here. And again, thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow. Somebody will be uh, replaying one of our shows tomorrow. Also, uh, be looking for Mike Pond on the, on the excellent show, Honey Boo Boo, um, someday. So good to have you here, folks. Again, we're trying to give you a leg up in this crazy thing we call life. Stay happy. Remember, life is good. Even if uh, other people don't quite get etiquette, you still do now. This is the Matt Townsend Show. Talk to you later. We'll be right here on Sirius XM 143 BYU Radio.